Can, yeah. Can okay. You hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Right. Cool. Getting the party going. How are you? Yeah, How is everybody doing? Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. We love Welcome. that you are listening. Yeah, to episode number fifty-six of the Empty Space Podcast. Fifty-six, baby. We 56. got. Wait a minute. What's the date this is dropping? The twenty-first. The fourteenth. Yes. The 14th. 14th. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, everybody, you got one week left to get your pre-orders in of the merchandise. Maybe. One more week on the 22nd. Another reminder, January 22nd, our pre-orders will be ending that night at midnight. So, get them in. You got one more week. We're loving the feedback. We're loving all the orders. It's absolutely amazing. Um, Fuck yeah, bud. I don't want to kill them. Also, tell them about the contest. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the contest. Ding, ding. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a contest. Um, so anybody who has already ordered and anybody who orders from now on are entered into a contest to win one of three items, which is the It's Okay Not To Be Okay flag, the beanie, or the snapback. Now, I'm assuming if you order those and you win, you're just going to get that for free if you okay. ordered one of those items because that would make the most sense. Um, like that. Likely, unless we DM you and just are like, do you want an extra one? Because what's, you know, yeah. it, either way, it doesn't make a we'll difference. We'll figure that out. But yeah, so enter to win some free merch. Um, I'm sure you'll get some free stickers with that as well. But yeah, again, enter. Anybody who has or anybody who's going to enter will be into the contest. Some drawing will be named and it will be given to somebody. And you get the option of the poster, not the poster, sorry, the flag, the snapback, or the bean. Yeah, hell yeah. Do it to it, Lars. So, yeah, so today's episode is Batch's stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. This is a good one. This is a fucking good one. Um, we are, we are doing Shenanigans by Green Day. Yes. Oh yeah, Green Day. Yes, Shenanigans. Yes, um... This is Green Day's seventh studio record. Uh, it mostly is just B-sides, covers, and like rarities, and like previously unreleased tracks. Um, yeah, so it's not really like a album that they went in and like recorded. It was just one that they were just like, "Hey, we have these things. Let's put them out." You so they were like saying? extra songs. I just like threw together yeah. for like a. Fun like album. a compilation it's like yeah. a compilation type thing um so part of this album uh was an unreleased track haha you're dead uh espionage which is like a spy themed instrumental and was on the soundtrack of austin powers the spy who shagged me was it really uh yeah that's funny yeah 
Um, and tired of waiting for you, their cover of a Kink song. Um, and it was featured on the soundtrack of the 1997 film Private Parts. Uh, Do Da Da is an early version of the song Stuck With Me uh, from Insomniac. So that's how early that was recorded. Um, if you remember us talking about that, Stuck With Me was on Insomniac. And Do Da Da is just a early recording of that, basically. Do Da Da. Uh, shenanigans peaked at number 27 on the Billboard 200 upon its release. It sold 280,000 copies as of September 2010. Even though the original cover does not feature a title, several retailers fixed confusion over it by designing a sticker which was plastered on the front. In September, in a September 2009 interview by Fuse on Demand, when asked who designed the cover for the group's eighth studio album, 21st Century Breakdown, Udro Armstrong said that Chris Bilheimer designed it as well as the last four album covers. So it was 21st Century Breakdown, American Idiot, um, Shenanigans, and Warning with a four that Chris Bilheimer did. Hmm. Um, and then also this year when this released, uh, they embarked on the Pop Disaster Tour. Really? Yes. Oh, shit. Yep. The Pop Disaster Tour with none other than Blink-182. Mm. Although... I like no, that band. Uh, yeah. They're okay. Although no songs from this record were played during any of the performances. Hmm. Yes. And then... Little fun fact about one of the songs we're going to get into. Um, you have to search on YouTube for this because it's not on Spotify. Um, <clears throat> Shenanigans contains a hidden track called DUI, Driving Under the Influence. Uh, it was supposed to contain a track called DUI, written and sung by drummer Trey Cool. Uh, the song was featured as the seventh track on a promotional unmastered copy of the album. The track can be seen in the booklet of, for the album, but its information is covered by a large blob of a black spray paint of black spray paint, making it impossible to look at. In 2006, in the Q&A section of the Idiot Club website, bassist Mike Dirnt joked the DUI was removed because it was filled with quote-unquote great advice. Uh, vocalist Billy Joe Armstrong stated that he likes irresponsibility, but not that much irresponsibility. Because the tracks, tracks about driving drunk. Which you uh, don't do. Yeah, which you don't do. We'll get into <laughs> the lyrics. Don't do that. It it's a funny little, it's a funny little song. So, nice. um, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, pr not much background on this. It's just kind of... um. Just kind of like a joke album they just put out. Yeah, I feel like it's one of those albums that we're not gonna like, have. It's not gonna be like you're going crazy over. I don't know. No, it's just me. Um, like it's just B sides and stuff. Like "Suffocate," the first track, uh, was on the Australian edition of uh, Namrod. Um, "Desensitized" was on the Japanese and Australian edition of Nimrod. 
you lied was part of like it's part of the single release with good riddance <laughs> and and on nimrod so like and it's only in australia um outsider was a hidden track on well i don't know why that says that outsider was a cover of a ramon song um i don't want to fall in love was unreleased was an unreleased song from dookie but later re-recorded as a b-side for the geek stink breath single release because you remember when they used to release singles it was like there'd be like another track on there or yeah. a few yep so that's what i don't want to fall in love was on the geek stink breath release espionage was on the hitching a ride single and was in austin powers i don't want to be on tv um was covered by was a fan cover was on uh geek stink breath japanese and japanese edition of insomniac so that's it was on the geek stink breath single release and it was in japanese versions of insomniac nice uh, scumbag was on warning like the warning um single release mm-hmm. as well as the american pie 2 soundtrack uh tired of waiting for you was obviously as i said a cover of the kinks that was part of the basket case single release and the private pot soundtrack sick of me was off of hitching a ride rotting was part of good riddance uh, Do Da Da was part of Brain Stew and the Australian version of Nimrod. Uh, on the Wagon was Basket Case and Ha Ha You're Dead was previously unreleased. So it's basically like a new, that was like the only new song, quote unquote, mm. from this record. But yeah, that's a little background for it. Nice, dude. I liked that. Hell yeah. So it was like part of like little promotional stuff and just like a B-side compilation they put out. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good though. It's like you can tell it's old school Green Day. Fuck yeah. So, all right, you ready to get into this bad boy? Yeah, let's rock and roll, dude. Let's uh, let's get into it. Hell yeah, man. You want me to start it off? Of course. All right. Uh, the first track on Shenanigans was is Suffocate. Suffocate is a B-side on Green Day's album Nimrod, as well as the first track off Green Day's compilation Shenanigans. It was written by Billy Joe Armstrong after he realized his drinking, realized he was drinking his life away and may not live to see his kids grow up. Harsh reality, but I open. Yes, um, really brings to light the the chorus. Uh, which yeah. is like one of my favorite parts of the song. So when you think you're all alone, no one's left to come around. Drop like flies and empathize. And I know that I will someday. And I know that I will suffocate, 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 suffocate. Yes. Uh, I love the way this one's sung. Um, mm-hmm. Really, really good. And um, I just love like he's talking about obviously like choking on his own puke if he gets too drunk mm-hmm. uh, and he realizes that um, it's just really good. It's a really, and the chorus is, you know, 
without like being it, it's really good for like mental health. Yeah. So when you think you're all alone, no one's left to come around. Um, it's just really good. Nice, dude. Is that yeah, all you what, got on it? Yeah, what do you got on this? I just like that uh, it's very open, very uh, very dark, but it's also got that light edge to it where it's telling somebody like, hey, man, like we you, all can, go through this. you can get through this shit. And even if, you know, you sometimes we all slip up, but I like that he kind of like visu- makes you visualize what he's going through and admits his downfalls of alcoholism and fucking up his life and just you know trying to tell himself to make it stop and yeah convince i love himself. that the first because i feel like a lot of people can try to convince themselves that they're gonna stop and they're gonna get off something or whatever it may be and they never actually do and they feel yeah. suffocated with all this stuff but i like the vulnerability of it of course uh, i love billy's voice in it i think it's very to me when i think of green day this is what i think of um this style uh yes yeah i just really like the vulnerability man i like that the people can relate to this uh i personally can't relate to the whole getting drunk and stuff and just feeling dizzy and getting fucked up i I really didn't venture like that um i never drank i never got drunk uh i was straight edge so i i can't relate but i can um I can put my two cents into it and understand no, yeah. as an adult. And I think that's really cool. And I feel like a lot of people who listen to this podcast can resonate with this. I'm not saying we have fucking alcoholics, alcoholics but you know, yeah, yeah, just, yeah. we're, you know, getting older and a lot of people like to party and, or are still partying. And they're just, you know, just another thing that, you know, even the references cigarettes, like it's mm-hmm. just, you know, we all have our things and, and I feel like this can help you bounce back or get off of something so very cool opening song very very much like the light guitar and the um green day vibes but i i appreciate the dark lyrics to it yeah i love the the first verse um 3 a.m i'm drunk and my head's standing underneath my feet make it stop i'm getting off make it stop i'm getting off set of those in dizzy spells and spilling my guts out under my feet so make it stop i'm getting off make it stop i'm getting off mm. like so good like that's just realizing that you have a drinking problem and you're getting off the wagon basically mm-hmm. um yeah like you said what you said was amazing um pretty much nailed it with that little yeah so yeah that's it's a great song, man. Great opener, man. Hell yeah. All right. Ready? Um, do you have the time? That's not the song. <laughs> That's not the song. <laughs> um, all right. The second track on shenanigans is desensitized. Uh, the second track of Shenanigans and a B-side to Good Riddance. This is, as the title would give away, a narrator who is desensitized so much he doesn't care about anything. And um, so to get in this song, the opening of this song is just like glass breaking and gunshots and just absolute chaos. Um, and it's pretty interesting. <laughs> After 30 seconds, yep. it gets into the song. You'll hear Billy start singing the first verse, clenching my teeth tight. My head is like a sponge give it to me free 
right into the chorus. I want to get ripped off and drown in the airwaves. Another fatal wreck on the information highway. So go ahead and kill yourselves. It all amuses me. I'll be damned by spend my life in hell. Another wise and great. Um, I like this. Man, I like I like this song. Uh, specifically the lyrics. I really can resonate with just the feeling of feeling dis- desensitized. I feel that yeah. a lot. Um, it's almost I, like, like explain to people what that is if they don't know. What desensitized? Yeah. Um, basically just numb and not yes. giving a shit about anything. I think the best word was to me would be at least for how I feel when I'm desensitized. Desensitized is uh just, just feeling numb. numb. Just yeah. numb. Just like you know that feeling where like you just nothing no happy goes around like on around you and like either people are really happy or they're really sad or like excited or something you're just like nothing cool nothing there's like nothing and it it doesn't mean like i don't know but it's just not a great feeling to be in uh no but yeah he, he he hits it pretty good with his lyrics in this uh Excuse me. Uh, he references clenching his teeth in the first verse, which I do a lot without actually knowing. I'm not sure if it's mm-hmm. something is she a doctor about, but <laughs> um, and then he says his head's like a sponge, which is just absorbing a bunch of shit. Uh, in the second verse, he says, you know, bring me blood and pain of a stranger's fate. Give it all away. Give it to me now. I'm desensitized. I want to watch a bomb blow the masses high. So obviously he is exaggerating the feeling of being desensitized, descent desensitized this is a hard one for me to keep saying (laughs) jesus christ um i feel like he's obviously exaggerating the feeling of what it is to put it into perspective and visualizations for people um in a good way you know sometimes just saying like oh i feel numb isn't enough and he i mean with the lyrics he gives you is is perfect uh he in the chorus i want to get ripped off and drown in the airwaves another fatal wreck on the information highway so go ahead and kill yourselves i mean all these things like i said um they're like examples of feeling that way and giving you right. analogies um but yeah great song hell yeah man totally nailed that one i agree 100 percent with everything you said there so fucking right we can we can move right along all righty what's the next song man uh the next song is you lie No, you lied. No, you lied. Yeah, you lied. Um, this song originally appeared as a bonus track, like I said, on a Japanese edition of Nimrod and as a B-side to the Good Riddance single. Uh, the song is about someone who constantly lies. Who can't relate to that? Um, really love just the way this one's sung. Um... It's like, it's not, it is like a typical Green Day, but it's not at the same time. Dude, it's got, it's got big MCR vibes to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he like, I was going to say like Tom DeLonge type. Like that. Well, he spaces out his words. Nice. Yeah. It's, and it's like theatric to the way that's the word I was looking Mm -hmm. for. It's like theatrical and like, it's just really, really good. You're going to have to take a listen to it yeah. um because i'm not gonna sing it and butcher it um 
But yeah, the first verse, you got a problem, you just can't hide compulsive habits that never seem to die. Your breath is taking up all, all the air. Your teeth are rotting into black holes in your head. Um, then it goes into the chorus. Well, reality is due. What you say just can't be true. When the story's stretched and is so far-fetched that you're lacking an excuse, you lied. Um, it's just really, like, like you said, like really... MCR like vibes, like musically and like the way it's sung. Um, the same with like I got like Tom DeLonge vibes kind of from the vocals too, like mm. a mix almost. <clears throat> Just like the way that like words are like exaggerated and the way things are like stretched out. Yeah, like when he says excuse, that you're lacking yeah. an excuse. <laughs> yeah, you lied like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can dig it, man. I mean, I like, I, I like totally agree with that. And I, I think it's got a very grungy, yeah. heavy guitar sound to it. That's repetitive. You know, obviously it's just. It's just super simple, but yet so, I don't know, yet so creative. Uh, Green mm-hmm. Day does a good job at that. Uh, they've always have. They always continue to. Uh, they always are able to create some sort of message, but also some style behind the music. Like I could listen to this song and just listen to the lyrics and not focus on the background. But then if I took the lyrics out, it's just a great instrumental break from the whole entire thing as a song itself. And I mean, the song being about someone who just consistently lies is pretty interesting, too. I'm kind of curious about who this was about. Uh, only yeah. based on the fact that usually you don't see a Green Day talking about a specific person that's lying. I mean, they'll talk about the government. They'll talk about breakups and girls and, uh, you know, being who they are and just feel silly and stupid. But uh, this is kind of interesting to me. He's, he's, it seems like he's calling someone out by saying, you know, you got a problem you can't hide. Your breath, breath is taking up all the air. Your teeth are rotting to black holes. You know, another more analogies and expressions of how he feels about so-and-so um right you know he's saying your mother allowed you just one white lie which now but now she's dead and she left you with a problem so pinocchio has pierced Oof. your tongue i really like his so lyricism good, in this um he does a really good job uh, of expressing what he's talking about once again um super super creative man his lyrics are really good oh, yeah. they only got better as he got older and i like that the song isn't too complicated so no yeah definitely um, and i also can't stand people who lie um not no, saying that no. i haven't lied obviously I, I definitely have um oh yeah 100 especially when i was younger but as i'm older now i, I almost feel like karma is gonna get me if yeah. i lie and, and i i actually learned a lot about lying um just from doing it and getting the repercussions but more i remember this lady brenda who I lived with, if you've listened to this podcast before, you know who that is. But um, she was telling me one day, she was like, oh, like we were talking about lying. And she was like, oh, uh, I never lie because the more you lie, the more you have to remember. And I don't like remembering things. <laughs> and it's so true because <laughs> the more you yeah. lie, the more you have to remember what you lied about. So if you just tell the truth and, you know, you, you'll always remember the truth. If you lie, there's a fake story to remember. Like, so I exactly. thought that was a really cool thing. I, that stuck with me for the last like six, seven years. So pretty cool no that's yeah that's cool man hell yeah. yeah that's dope leave it to brenda leave it to brenda that's <laughs> <laughs> that's funny oh yeah man all right so next song does, yeah man let's go all right um 
Uh, the fourth track off shenanigans and part of the warning single is, is a cover from the Ramones. This song is about someone who is an outsider from society. Hence the song we are getting into is Outsider. Such a perfect like Green Day remote. Like you get like the Ramones were like Green Day's one of Green Day's biggest inspirations. Absolutely. And I think it's like so cool that they covered the Ramones and uh they knocked it out of the park. Yeah. hundred percent. And like the Ramones kind of stood for everything Green Day came to stand for and does stand for now. Yeah. But go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're good, man. Um, now this is uh one of those songs sometimes covers are uh, better than the originals. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's only a few bands I feel like that can do that, or artists. Um, they did a really good job on this. Um chorus coming in, I'm an outsider, outside of anything, and that repeats for a while. Then it's um everything you know, everything you know, it disturbs me so I'm an outsider, outside of anything, and that all repeats. Um then Billy goes into everybody's got to push me, push me around. Everybody tried to put me, tried to put me down. All messed that's up. Such a, everyone. such a punk line. Oh, yeah. That's super punk. <laughs> like, <laughs> speaking of like punk, I hope everyone saw a story that I put up of Henry Rollins. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one with the uh, mic. With the mic stand. Down. He's like, yeah. come up here. <laughs> yeah, Henry like, Rollins is. That's a whole nother. <laughs> whole other animal that i'm obsessed with um one day we'll get into that yeah we will we're gonna um, have to do like a black flag thing because i am absolutely i obsessed. love henry rollins um but yeah back to what batch was saying that this is very punk song you know even the bridge oh yeah 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 like <laughs> it's very very basic lyrics you know very yeah. repetitive very much the same guitar drum pattern and uh just a good song, good cover, man. I don't have too much yeah. on it, but it's a great, uh, great cover from the Ramones uh, of the Ramones from Green Day. No, definitely, man. You kind of you nailed it. Like, uh, it just embodies the whole punk attitude and like everything about it. Like, all messed up, everyone. Yeah, I've already had all my fun. More troubles are gonna come. I've already had all my fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whole everybody tried to push me, push me around. Everybody tried to put me, tried to put me down. It's just like, that's still punk. And that's just what Green Day is. Absolutely, dude. Hell yeah, dude. All right, let's go on. All right. This is uh, I Don't Want to Fall in Love, the fifth track off Shenanigans. Uh, the song was featured on the Geek Stink Breast single. It's pretty like it's got a pretty crazy guitar and like and it, it's just like <laughs> like oh yeah it's pretty it's awesome um and then just the way it's sung like don't want to have you hanging around me like a leech I think you're just a problem so stay the hell away from me because I don't believe in you and I want to sit here all my life alone. I absolutely love it. It's just like so catchy and just so like upbeat, but like so like dark too at the same time. Like I don't want to fall in love. Dude, it's got a 1950s Elvis vibe to it. 
It does a little bit, doesn't it? With like the guitar and stuff, and then like the guitar solo when it's like, yeah, I know, dog without a bone. I have no time for love. Stay away, fuck away from me. Yeah, I love it because I don't believe in you. Ah, man, a little guitar solo too before the end there. Yeah, it's so good, dude. This is a fun little song. It is. Uh, it's really all I have on it. I don't know if you got more. It's not really. No, I think lot. it's to me. It's a goof song. It's a funny little. Not even. I wouldn't say goof, but more of a. Um, it's just like a fun little song. Just a did. fun song, like a creative song. Nothing like too in depth, but it's. it's really yeah, cool, man. Hell yeah. Um. Then the next one's just an instrumental. I don't know if you really want to talk about this too. I'll too just much. briefly, briefly talk yeah. about it, just so we Go they ahead. can get an understanding. Uh, I'm going to butch this, but the next song is Espionage. Am I saying that right? Espionage. Espionage. Espionage is the next song. Less of a song because it's an instrumental with the best lyrics ever. Because there's none. Yeah. Um, very cool. Got some surf vibe, pop, punk vibes, punk vibes, 50s, 70s, 80s. It's got a whole mix of shit, dude. It gives me 007 vibes. Um, well, it was used for Austin Powers. so Yeah, that's fucking sick. Um, yeah. I forgot that you mentioned that earlier. Um, um on the spot gave me it also gave me kind of like old school like that old like 60s 70s like batman yes dude yeah, yeah. <laughs> super cool super cool yeah. little track i love it i love it all right all you right take the next one yeah i might as well because that was just a small yeah. little small little thing um yeah all right, so this is one of my favorite songs on the album, Super Punk. Mm-hmm. It's called uh, I Want to Be on TV. Yeah. This has very, very punk vibes to it. Um, well, it was a cover. Yeah, it was a cover of the Fang song. Yeah. Um, so it's a simple song about how he really wants to be famous um and it just gets into i want to be a pretty boy want to go on a solid gold want to date a millionaire want to make people stare and then the chorus is i want to be on tv want people to know me i want to be on tv studio 54 are going to be out on the floor want to make people dance going to take off my pants so this song is interesting i love the way it's sung like the chorus yeah like Wanna be on TV? What people are know me. I wanna be on TV. Mm-hmm. Like super, super punk, dude. Like it just yeah. goes to show like um Green Day's like roots are punk. Like they're in that punk, like they were so like in depth in that punk scene back in the day. Yeah. Um and it's just I, I just love the way that, that chorus is sung. Well, people don't know me. I want to be on TV. Like, gave me super big, like, Sex Pistols vibes. Definitely. Definitely has got the, I mean, got the old school punk to it. Hell yeah, dude. Really good one. Yeah. I don't have much on that one, but... No, I you, mean... You good with anything else on that? Yeah. No, I'm good. I just want to just said that. Hell yeah. All right. Uh, the next one is uh, Scumbag. Uh, 
B-side from the warning single was also featured on the soundtrack to American Pie 2. This is an awesome one. Um, really, really good. Like super angry. Um, just love the first verse. You come around every now and then. Your clothes look different, but you're still the same. Why else would you come here? Scumbag on a mission. You're telling me that it's been a while. She didn't need grant a brand new life. Somebody let you come here. Scumbag with permission. Mm. Uh, never thought I'd see the likes of you around this place. What's the special occasion? Did you run out of friends? I love that line. So do I. I've like, had so many people fun. try and come back to me. Excuse me. Once they realize they don't have anybody else. And I'm just like, yeah, funny, huh? Funny how the world works when you uh, find out you're a yep. fucking piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And everyone who around you just leaves. So you try to come back to the people that treated you well. Guess what, buddy? That's not how it works. Goodbye. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. I say good day. Yeah, say good day. I said good day. Sorry. <laughs> I just so like that good. line. No, yeah. It's a um, very aggressive song, obviously. It is. It's really good, though. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if this was written about their shit back in, like, when they got kicked out of 94 Gilman. Mm, that would make sense. You know? And then they came back to them basically. So this could be like their way of being like, Ha-ha-ha. yeah. Well, 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 how the turntables. How the turn table turn the turning tables turn. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Fucking rights. Ready? On to the next. On to the next if you're ready. Okay, I'm getting too tired of waiting for you. This is the Kinks cover, originally issued on the B-side for the Basket Case single. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows this song. I'm so tired. Tired of waiting. This is a very slow song. Very mellow song. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good song. Once again, they do a very, very good job on this. Um, uh, chorus. I'm so tired. Tired of waiting. Tired of waiting for you. So tired, tired of waiting. Tired of waiting for you. Clearly, he's tired. Um in the verse, he says, I was a lonely soul, had nobody till I met you, but you keep being, but you keeping me waiting all the time. What can I do? It's your life and you can do what you want. Do what you like, but please don't keep me waiting. Please don't keep me waiting. Uh, very low song. Very not sad, I'd say, but just another song about you can, you know, relate to if you're somebody yeah. who's gone through, you know, waiting to be in a relationship or friendship uh, anything you know stuck in the friend zone whatever yeah, don't don't wait just just shoot your shot and move on honestly yeah. easier said don't than get, done obviously don't, but... yeah don't get try not to get strung along yeah so uh, but if you're looking yeah, for a, a lower tone song on green day this is the one hell yeah dude all right moving along to the 10th track um sick of me it's a b-side from the hitching a ride single um this is super green day 
<laughs> yeah, uh, I was gonna say the same thing. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> Super Green Day. It's uh, not really much more to say about like it musically and stuff, other than like it's just Super Green Day. Um, you know the first verse. Why can't you just admit it? You've had it. You're sick of me. You're fed up with all my bad habits. You're sick of me. Materialize. You've become so desensitized. So sick of me. Lost regrets. And you say that you're mad and and feel sick of me. Mm. Wonder, wandering out, out the door, I am onto you. You're coming back for more. Am I losing you? Um, it's just super good. It's, yeah, it's got uh, that. It's got the classic Billy Joe voice, you know, like yeah, like wandering out the door. Like I can't do that. that I terrible. am onto <laughs> you. Wandering out coming the door. back for more. Am I losing you? Like I think dog. when he does that eccentric, extended like ending yeah. to the yeah, that's like that's when you know it's to me that's like oh Green Day signature, Green yep. you know it's a Green Day song. Oh hell yeah, dude! It's uh it's so good. Oh when you hear like the like when he like the cha yeah cha cha, <laughs> that's when you know. Um. Yeah, this is a good one, though. All right. Well, I'll get to the next one, then. Hell yeah, dude. We are buzzing. Yes. Yes, we are. The next one is Rotting. This is such a good one, dude. Yeah, this is a sad one. Um, it is. This is a so B-side good. from Good Riddance. This is about a narrator who's slowly dying in his thoughts while riding, bleh, rotting. Very slow tempo. Very, like, low, you know, melody voice. Um, like, I'm rotting inside. My flesh turns to dust. Whisper, are you dying? In my ear. Yeah, the way he's like, whisper, are you dying in my ear? No, it's per- Very... that's literally perfect. That's exactly what it is. It's like that low. There's no like feeling. It's almost but sad. like um, <laughs> it's like give me Novocaine off of uh, American Idiot. Mm, yeah, type. that's a good. That's a good. Uh, yeah. And kiss me one last time. Wash off my sweat. Whisper, are, are you, you dying, dying in my, my ear? ear? As my bones they rust, read vows of trust. Whisper, are you dying in my ear? And then the chorus, um, again, black rose of death in my fist. I clutch, thorns shred my fingertips. It drips toxic, toxic blood. Uh, so this song gives me kind of misfit vibes without the grungy punk to it. It's mm-hmm. just got that, the same style, I guess, with the voice and the music behind it. It's just super misfitty. Uh, yeah. It just doesn't have that misfit voice. Um, uh, lead singer but if you wanted an example of what i think it gives me a representation of there you go yeah that's all i got on it yeah same man it's pretty good okay on to the next one did you say um, it um the next one is do da da Do da da, Billy Joe Armstrong portrays a guilt-written character 
As he laments the devastating toll his depression and anxiety have taken on his girlfriend's psyche. The song originally served as a B-side to Green Day's 1996 single Brain Stew slash Jaded from the band's 1995 release Insomniac, but it was also included as a bonus track on some Australian releases of Nimrod. Due in part to the fact that Dudada often repeats the line stuck with me, a popular fan theory proposes that the idea of that Dudada and Insomniac stuck with me stuck with me were mistitled during mixing, meaning that stuck with me was this song's original title. However, the theory remains unsubstantiated because to date there has been no official confirmation that this mix up actually happened. Hmm, interesting. Pretty nifty. Pretty nifty. Nifty little gifty for you. Um, this is a good one. It's a little upbeat, like punky song. Yeah. Uh, every time I'm falling down, you take the repercussions, headaches, and anxiety, advancing my frustrations. Um, the, the chorus rush into my depression, sacrifice everything. Waste with me into nothing. Well, now you're stuck with me, stuck with me, stuck with me. I just love this song so much. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's such a good, it's such good insight onto like what depression and anxiety can do to you, and like how you feel like you're such a burden to other people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the chorus when he's like. Um, Waste with me into nothing. Well, now you're stuck with me. Like, that's how you feel. Like, you know, you're making the other person waste into nothing with you, like, as well as you. Yeah, I feel that a lot, dude. I still feel that. And I know it's 90% not true. Uh, Probably more than that. 100%. (laughs) I see. I still convince myself, you know, I go through those things and I try to tell myself, like, oh, like, that's not true, but I still convince myself for some reason, like I'm, I, you shouldn't be with me. This isn't, this isn't right. I feel like all my demons are controlling what this is, but it's not true at all. Mm-hmm. It's like the complete opposite. And it's interesting how our brains work like that and try and convince us of these things that are invalid. And even with the yeah, tools man. we give ourselves, it's, it's hard to do that. And cause when we go through something, you know, so severe or continuously struggle with some stuff. Um, you can't help but put it towards, you know, other people in thinking that you're affecting other people, even if it's just what you're thinking inside of your brain. It's really hard not to think that, you know, they see me as something or feel something when they're not, you know, that's the chemical imbalance. Like mm-hmm. for me, I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my depression is hurting her. I shouldn't be depressed anymore, but I, I need to feel and I need to, you know, heal and healing is the most important and feeling is and um you know but sometimes the way i do that i feel like i'm affecting people by you know not talking to them or you know separating myself and but that's how i cope but i feel like sometimes that can make others feel like they're pieces of shit but as long as you know communicating and they know you know i i know it's okay but it's hard it's harder to you know get through it realizing that than them being like, I already know this. You don't have to tell me. Like, it doesn't bother me. But our brains are like, nah, fuck that. You ruined everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, definitely, man. That's And that's what happens with me. I just, like, isolate and don't. I'm like, no, I can't talk about this because it's just going to bring them down, too. Mm-hmm. 
So I get that a hundred percent, man. Yeah. I mean, we talk about it all the time, just me and you. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't you fucking tell me that? And you're like, well, I didn't want to. <laughs> Or I'll get the, the normal text from batches. Hey, man, I know you don't want to talk and you're probably not going to text me back. Or if you do, it's going to be OK. Thank you. But I just want you to know I'm here if you want to talk. I know how you're going to react. And I'll be like, OK, yeah. thank you. And it's like, yeah, but he he's like, no, I'm totally because I've been there. He gets so it's like it's cool to have mm-hmm. another friend that can relate in that sense. And it's like you don't take it personally. You got to find the people around you that don't take things personally because those aren't your true friends are not supposed to be your true friends if they can't accept you for who you are. You know, it's one thing exactly. to help somebody, but it's it's another to, you know, um, judge them for how they deal with things. You know, as long as they're not harming themselves or harming others, then let them feel how they need to feel and express how they need to express. Uh, mm-hmm. Very important for people to realize that everyone is different on how they process things and how they heal. And uh, like I said, finding someone mutual and in, in, in relating to that makes you a feel not alone and B, you're not you know, stupid or different, you're normal for those feelings and see comfortable, you get to have that person to relate to, you know, because uh, for the longest time, I thought I was alone with my like, you know, s- you know, self segregating and, you know, uh, just hiding and feeling depressed alone, but I would get through it in certain ways. And, um, but then I found, you know, other people like batch and a few other hey. of my friends that go through that. And um, it's nice because you talk to some people and they'll be like, Oh dude, like, come on, let's go out. And it's like, no, no, no. And then I'll talk to batch and I'll be like, dude, stay in. Like, that's cool, man. Yeah. Enjoy that. So yeah, you know, do what rambling, you do, man. it's uh, let people feel how they need to, as long as they're not harming themselves or others. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. Let them go through what they got to go through. Mm-hmm. Like you said, as long as they're not hurting themselves or others, then, then by all means, do what you got to do. <clears throat> But great yeah, message. A, oh yeah, absolutely. That's uh, I was just gonna say, great message in this song. <sighs> All right, so, on to the next one. Moving on to the next one. This is um, this is my second favorite song. This is so, a good one. This song is called "On the Wagon." Mm-hmm. So not off the wagon because this song uh, is on the wagon. Um, this uh, the narrator has decided to become sober again and got quote unquote on the wagon since he has fallen in love. This is the second to last track on Shenanigans and the last one to be released prior to Shenanigans itself. This song is very slow, very. Oh, mm-hmm. it's, to me, the reason I like it so much is the music, the mood it gets me in, the yeah. swaying back and forth. I feel the calming it almost is like a lullaby um it's got a nice little instrumental break it's kind of jazzy it's kind of give you like to me i'm like visualizing sitting inside of like the halfway cafe or like you know um the midwest in boston the midway sorry and i'm just hanging out and there's a guy up there just playing the drums someone hitting Mm -hmm. the you know the electric guitar smooth and then just somebody throwing out some lyrics but um love this song dude love this song uh choruses well today i say sweet things but tomorrow i'll be making up excuses for my actions because it's been so long since i've been in love a special kind of feeling guess my best excuse i'm on the wagon again so i love this song dude what you what do you got on this song man uh the first verse like really hits home um Mm. 
sometimes it gets real hard and I need some kind of output for an input twice the size of my one inch mind. So slap me in the slap me on the hand, put it right down right back down my pants, turn me right around and kick me in the ass. Like I just love that uh first verse. And then uh just the way it's like that's the way it's like almost like a slow like country type vibe to it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. That's like what I'm Western. saying, dude. It's got yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's really got that good. twang to it. Yeah. It's uh it's super good and it's like you know, helped me when like I've thought about, you know, drinking again or like help me get sober too. <clears throat> mm. Um, knowing what it was about and stuff like that. It's like you know, Green Day's done a lot for my like for my sobriety because they talk about it a lot. Mm. Because Billy struggled with it a lot, like yours truly, a lot. So it it like really helps you not feel so alone and like feel like someone gets it because it's tough to talk like like it's tough to talk about depression and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like super tough to talk about like. You can't just like go up to someone and be like, "Hey, I'm an alcoholic." You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean you could, but you could. <laughs> it's not no, like you know, it, without feeling like, "Oh boy." <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I feel like that goes with any type of, um, you know, yeah, like not, any type of addiction or addiction like or substance abuse, like yeah, anything really. Like you're not just gonna walk up to someone and be like, "Hey, how you doing?" And I shoot heroin. Yeah. Yeah, that you would know, be uh, like, I I would be very shocked. Hello, yeah. okay. Um, I'm Steven. Uh, you do what? <laughs> you want to go? I'm not sure what to say. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. So yeah, it's uh, it's just really good. I'm a big fan of it. Nice. Yeah, good song, man. Hell yeah, dude. All right. All right. On to the next one. Yeah. Uh, this is probably my favorite track on this record. <gasps> Tell I me what it, it is. I want to know. Um, it is Ha Ha You're Dead. Ha Ha You're Dead. Uh, the final track on Green Day's 2002 compilation album, Shenanigans. It was previously unreleased, uh, written by Mike Durnt, probably written for Tim Johannan, the subject of Platypus. Uh, Green Day was always allowed in his club for in their less famous days, but he, but he 86 them after Dookie. Prompted their song 86. Yo- <laughs> Johannan died of cancer in 1998. So, that is not funny in any way, shape, or form. But Green Day hated this man so much that it prompted them to write not one, not two, but three songs about him and how much they hated him. And his little club that they were kicked out of. Um, so some of the chorus, I mean, some of the lyrics uh, from this, uh, how do you get your sleep at night? 
how did you get your noose so tight? Like chewing on tin foil, it's so much fun. Gonna be dead before you're gone. Uh, then the second verse, how many feelings can you steal? Gotta be part of your appeal, and I can see through you because you're wearing thin, like chewing on tin foil once again. Mm. Um, then it goes to the pre-chorus. Uh, just look how things have gotten, and I'll be happy, so I won't pretend. And I'll be cheering that you're going down, and I'll be laughing. I'll be laughing. Ha ha, you're dead. And I'm so happy. In loving memory of your demise, when your ship is going down, I'll go out and paint the town. Ha ha, you're dead. Ha ha, you're dead. Ha ha, you're dead. So yeah, Green Day did not like this gentleman. Mm. Oh, that's pretty rough, dude. <laughs> uh, uh, it does. Um, it does give me baseball vibes. It sounds like yep. a song you'd hear at a stadium. Yeah, kind of. Uh, yeah, interesting. But uh, yeah, this is um, bite my lip here. Uh. Yep, didn't like him. <laughs> I don't oh, have anything else. Didn't like him. Not a fan. Uh, ha ha, you're dead. The joke is over. You were an asshole, and now you're gone. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I don't think I'd act like that. Okay, I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what. That's that's this, tough. Yeah, I don't know what this guy did to them, but they fucking hate him. Yeah. This is also This is also alleged. It says probably written. We don't mm. know that. for Like, they've never said that. Um, I don't know. They don't know when it was written. It could have been written for the record, just as like a joke, whatever track. I guess so. Yeah. Because there's a few of those. I mean, there's a bunch of those on here. Um, yeah, I find it hard to believe that they would write this about him after he died of cancer. Yeah, like, that's a lot of you the whole family too. Yeah, like platypus and '86. I get. Like, I just find I have a hard time thinking that that was that they wrote this like in 98 when he died and they were like haha this will be good like yeah I just find that I find that hard to believe but yeah it's a good one though I like it no it is I, I love Definitely it good it's catchy yeah if you're uh, angry at someone and you're like fuck you I wish you were dead like I guess this would be the one for you <laughs> Yeah, you know, you know how you get that way though. Like you get so mad at someone, you're like, ah. Like, yeah. No, I know. It's uh, it's really good for that. Happens all the so. time when you're driving. Yes. Fuck you. Yeah. At least in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> it's great if you're angry. Uh, it's you know, it's great. I love it. All right. Um. So we got one more. Yeah, I'm gonna let you have this. Okay, because this this is like, oh my god, I love this song so much. Have you listened to it? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, this song's so good. <laughs> uh, DUI. Uh, DUI was a song originally meant to be on Shenanigans. Um, the song was written and performed by Trey Cool, who I'm pretty sure. He did. I'm pretty sure he did. Um, cocaine. No, on Kerplunk, he oh. did. Um, <laughs> nominated Love Slave. That sounds about and, right. 
And I think he did the hidden track on Dookie as well. I think all by myself. I think that was him who signed that as well. So, so like anything Trey cool does is just like a joke and like hysterically funny, like, um, and was cut at the last minute with some promotional copies featuring the track, even getting out. Uh, and the only mention of it is in the album's lyrical lyric booklet in which the title of the song can clearly be seen, but the rest of the details are spray painted out. When asked about the song being cut, uh, Armstrong replied, I like irresponsibility, but not that much irresponsibility. <laughs> uh, Trey Cool, on the other hand, replied with, it was filled with great advice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. So, little background. We're going to put a disclaimer in, though. Do not drive around drinking beers. Do not drive drunk. It will not end well Mm-mm. for anyone. So don't do it. But me and a few of my friends used to drive around drinking beer, and we put this song on while we drove around and drank beer. Oh, Jesus Christ, bitch. And it starts out a little polka, little polka thing. Jesus Christ, guy, buddy. <laughs> Let's get drunk and go out oh driving. God. <laughs> yeah see. i'm glad Maybe you put the disclaimer <laughs> let's get plot and plot on some old ladies <laughs> mix no, it drink and bump like the stereo <laughs> oh my god oh my god let's go down and vomit out the window but the way he's like fucking the music with it oh my god oh it's so <laughs> it's so i'd like not to laugh at it's so fucking funny oh yeah dude. Oh, dear God. Careful when I'm taking this next corner. I don't want anybody wasting beer. Pass with a lime and Corona. Too drunk to use my clutch when shifting gears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, my God. Sounds great. Yeah, so we did it. Oh, did you have any thoughts on that? Everything you said was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, don't drink and drive. That's the only thing. Yeah, don't do that. It's a funny song, though. It is a funny song. It is hysterical. Um, yeah, we did it. Yeah, through uh, shenanigans. Yay! One step closer to American Idiot. Blah 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 blah. Love that album. Me too. Me oh, too. Oh, can I just That's... say, mm-hmm. rest in peace, Bob Saget. Yes. Yes. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. First we lost our grandmother, now we lost our father. I know, for real. Fucking joke, dude. First Betty White, now Bob Saget. Like, dude, he he was such an awesome dude. No, I can't. I really want to know what happened. I know it's none of my fucking business, but like, he was just no, starting his tour. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. he was in Orlando for his tour in his hotel room. They said that they didn't find any drugs or anything. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. Maybe he had a heart problem, or I don't know. Whatever it is, dude. I. I feel for his family, his friends. Yes. Oh, yeah, dude. I hope it wasn't suicide, dude. No, me too. I know. I hope it wasn't suicide. Because that was like, I was like, if it's not drugs and this, I mean, it's got to be a heart thing, brain thing. Maybe he had a tumor or he did commit suicide. But uh, either way, it's fucking rough. It's fucking rough. Yeah. Um. We also, since we're like, such big hockey guys. 
Oh, Jesus, um, yeah. We also want to pass along condolences to Teddy Ballkind. Mm. Uh, he was a sophomore at St. Luke's High School in Connecticut, and he died after he fell and his neck was cut by another player's skate. Um, that's just fucking brutal. Yeah. Um, absolutely fucking awful. He's a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, playing a game he loved and uh, we've all done. Mm-hmm. And it's just unfortunate that this shit happens and you hate to fucking see it. So, um, we just wanted to pass along. Yeah, put a stick out for Teddy. Um, Just wanted to pass along our condolences there, too, because that really hits home with, you know, us being hockey guys and shit. It's more than a sport. It's more than a game. It's definitely a family. It's just awful, man. Um, You hate, you know, every time you see something with, like, a hockey player, it's just, like, the hockey community is just, like, one of us you know yeah Yeah. it's like it happened to one of your buddies and shit because you know we've talked about it when the humboldt tragedy happened and it was like Mm. you know like we've all been there we've been on that bus we've all you know been with the boys and stuff and that's it's just awful so but yeah just wanted to touch on that and pass on our condolences to teddy and his family Glad you brought that up. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, now that we've ended this on a terrible note. Ah, it's not terrible. People got to yeah. know, man. We're just spreading yeah. spreading the word. It's it's, un- it's shitty, 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 shitty things. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, once again, thanks for listening. Go yeah. pre-order your shit. We got one more week. One week, you're entered for a raffle. Anybody who enters, you get some free shit. Um, get ready for some live content. Um, I think I'm going to start going live a lot more. It's a little easier for me than editing and doing all this shit. Uh, as far as like on my end of like doing the TikTok and sometimes throwing up some shit. Plus I think it would be cool to get some live shit out there. Um, Mm -hmm. cause why the fuck not? You know, the more, the better. The people love your TikToks though. I'm loving it too. I'm having a blast, dude. Um, What's up? Yeah, nothing. I just I remember someone commented on something and I wanted to talk to you about it. Oh, did you oh. see my comment back? No, I didn't. Oh, oh you I... responded. Yes. Oh, okay. We it's can talk ve- about it then. It's very okay. subtle. <laughs> it's very subtle. Who was it? I don't remember. I don't remember his name. He just said something like, "That's not punk, Pen- punk. That's like shit." Oh, that the killers indie were shit. Um, the killers were indie shit, not uh, punk on like one of our videos, and that had a. Let me just reiterate, like it was a TikTok. So it was a popular TikTok that I did not make. I just decided to do. Yeah, he, we'll he let the person something. who made the sound up. We'll let them know. Yeah, we'll we'll contact them. HR. And the, like, uh, we'll put in your complaint. Theory. Yeah, my bad. Fucking that our video <laughs> fucking <laughs> made you that upset that you had to tell us no shit. The killers isn't pop punk. Like we didn't fucking make the video. Yeah, it made me laugh. I just gave him a thumbs up yeah. and a laughing face because I was like, bro, like all I did was laugh and you're really upset that you had to comment. So it's funny to me. <laughs> like the emoji of like, oh, yeah. dude, hit oh no, hit my head. Oh, yeah. face bomb because you guys are idiots. You think <laughs> the killers are pop punk. Uh, yeah, we we've, we've, we talk about them a lot. 
Yeah, we love. The oh, I like the killers, anyways. What the fuck? I don't give a shit. Um, yeah, <laughs> but no, I like I like TikTok. I made one about being ugly, but you're actually beautiful, which was my yes, that's one. a good one. I like that. It was a first take too. I was just hyper on caffeine, so I went in the bathroom and I recorded it, and I was like, I'm gonna say something about how ugly I am. And then as as I'm recording it, I just switched it. I was like, I you're so tell. ugly. You're just so dumb and stupid. And I was like, yeah, you're beautiful, and you're gonna I was, love it. <laughs> I was like, well, that turned. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah look out for some more shit like that um tiktok instagram spotify facebook uh yeah missing anything oh empty space podcast.com that's right that's new empty space podcast.com um go check it out go order some merch help your boys pay the rent yeah <laughs> spit on my face whoa whoa okay we're gonna go because i got food to eat and it's eight o'clock and i gotta be up at 4 55 same here man so on that note goodbye everybody goodbye, everyone have a nice week